1: Anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly.
0: Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast with Kathy. If you haven't followed the Strictly Anonymous podcast on Instagram or Twitter, make sure to follow me at Strict Anonymous. If you are listening on a podcast app, make sure to follow my show so all my episodes just pop up in your phone. And you don't miss any. If you love my show, give me a five-star review. Those really help the show if you want to be on the show. (laughs) It's called Strictly Anonymous because I change mostly, I would say, 95% of the people's voices and their names. It's all fucking fake, but the stories are true. So if you have an interesting, naughty, true story that you want to tell, while remaining anonymous, or you don't have to be anonymous if you don't want to, you can be on the show. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com, or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com, and click on Be on the Show. Now, if you have like a naughty confession that you want to call in and uh, get off your back, I have a, I have a naughty confessions hotline. <laughs> you could call it 24 7. That number is 347. Four two zero three five seven nine. That's three four seven four two zero three five seven nine. You could call that number whenever you want. Just make sure you're in a quiet place. Okay, you have four minutes. To leave a message if you need longer. Just call back, and I edit them together. I change all the voices on my uh, anonymous confessions and all of those anonymous confessions are aired on my Patreon. Now my Patreon is only $5 a month and you get all of the anonymous confessions that have come in. There's hundreds of them. Plus anonymous pics, hot R-rated anonymous pics of like all of my female guests. If you want to put a body, a hot body to uh, an episode, they're over on my Patreon. You get early and ad-free episodes and you get access to my discord channel that is a place it's like a forum where all of my listeners as well as my callers can go on and post their x-rated stuff people are getting super naughty over there uh, if you join my patreon you get access to it uh, and that's a place like i said where you could post your own stuff as well as see all the stuff that everyone else's is Posting, I don't get involved in that, but it is attached to my Patreon and the only way you get access to it is to join. It's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. Like I said, it's only $5 to join and you could cancel at any time and you could come back at any time. It's all good with me. Now listen. Today I have on Wyo Lee from the Sex Stories uh, podcast. I like to do my Girl Talk episodes with Layla from the Curious Girl Diaries and now Wyo Lee as well from Sex Stories podcast because they're like both became my friends. I like to uh, talk shop with podcasters during the week because it's what I do. So I like to talk to other podcasters. They're two of my favorites. We're uh, friends now. And so we have like interesting conversations. So, why you called in? Because, well, actually, she asked me before she called in, like off the record when we were talking, like if I wanted to do this thing where I would put her to task to check off some stuff on her bucket list. And I was kind of like, what's left on your fucking bucket list? Because if you listen to her episode when she was on my show, I mean, Wyo has been there, done that. She's done all kinds of hot, kinky things. I mean, listen to her first episode with me. You're going to get a lot of specific uh, details of all the stuff that she's into. And like I said, she's been there, done that, um... In our life, so I was kind of like curious, like what is left on that bucket list. She calls me her, her podcast mommy, Dom, because I am kind of bossy, you know. Like the way you see me bossy on here, I'm just that way in my whole life, right, with everyone. So <laughs> she knows if uh, she tells me she's gonna do something, I'm gonna fucking put her to task, and I am gonna. She came on here to talk. This first time, all about the stuff on her bucket list. She does talk about some hot stories and things that she has done recently. Um, but she also talks about the stuff that she wants to check off on her bucket list uh, and that I am going to put her to task to do. And then she will be back on my show uh talking about it, giving us all the juicy details. Okay, so we first discuss why she's doing a bucket list. Like the like why is the girl that has been there done that threesomes, more sums, foursomes, I don't know, gag balls, shit in her ass, all over the place. <laughs> like why is that girl having doing a new bucket list? It's very specific like her bucket list mostly is uh you know she wants to document a lot of stuff. She's very much a voyeur, I think as well as an exhibitionist, right? Uh, And she talks all about that. She does talk about fucking virgins. And I was like very shocked about that. And she talks about why she's into them. I talk about why I wouldn't be into them. We have a whole conversation about virgins. Uh, And then she talks about this whole flogging and rope workshop that she went to that was filled with queer femmes and trans boys and what went down. There was a lot of sex going down. She saw a lot of pussy slapping and... spanking and I don't know a lot of crazy shit was going down at this place like when you hear stories like this because I always like to get the details what was going on at a flogging and rope workshop she gave me those details you're just like you just can't believe that when you're on your w- weekend doing your regular things like I'm at the movies with my son that like there's people <laughs> at a flogging and rope workshop slapping each other's pussies while they all watch each other and there's a lot of other crazy things going on she talks about that it's also interesting that she went with her assistant she's got an And, you know, they rolled together naked. I mean, because she was just naked at this uh, workshop (laughs) the whole time. I don't know. Like I said, it's so interesting to me. Uh, She also talks a lot about really being into phone sex and wanting to do that. I think she's available for it already. Go to her website, yolee.com, w-y-o-h-l-e-e.com. There's already some sort of phone sex thing she's already uh, available for. She's into that. We talk about phone sex. I talk about how I feel about phone sex, how I am at phone sex. <laughs> we also have to have a little debate, I mean, about whether women have fetishes. I don't think that they do. She completely disagrees with me. It was a slightly like a fight. <laughs> it's kind of funny, though. You got to listen. We talk about a threesome she had with a couple of friends and, you know, how hot that was. We talk about sex toys. I talk about when I buy sex toys and... She thinks you're not supposed to buy them when you're horny, but that's the only time I buy them. (laughs) So we have a whole discussion about that. Uh, She's ready and eager and about to embark on a masturbation vacation. At first, I thought that was like a no masturbation, no fap thing. Remember the episode with Layla with no fapping? I was like, not another person that's not going to fucking fap (laughs) but no that's not it she wants to go on a whole weekend where all she does is masturbate and let me tell you I'm gonna make her fucking do it okay she's gonna do it and she's gonna come back and tell and tell us all what it's like if you just sit around all day long with yourself fingering yourself (laughs) what happens if that's all you do how many orgasms do you have like I want to know the details she also talks about her and Layla kind of hooking up I'm like why don't you get Layla to go down on you we talk all about that I think a lot of like this bucket list is going to be like additional content to put on all of her sites, like her OnlyFans and her websites. So you're going to have to listen to it all, and then you're going to have to stay tuned because she's going to come back on and talk about all the shit that she's going to do. She does, like I said, talk about stuff that she has done on this episode. Super interesting. If you don't know why Uh, Make sure to check out her podcast. She does what I do. She talks to people and gets their, you know, sex stories. Her podcast is called Sex Stories. What a great fucking title. Uh, I will put a link to her website in the description. Uh, So I'm going to be right back on with Wyo. This
1: is the Strictly Anonymous Podcast.
0: Hi, Wyo Lee. Welcome back to my show, Strictly Anonymous Podcast.
1: Thank you for having me, Kathy.
0: No, thank you for coming on. You're going to spill some dirty secrets here. I mean, Oof. I don't know what could be left on your bucket list, okay, or your, your bucket list. Because, like, last time you were on my show, you've done a lot of stuff when it comes to, like, you know, sex. I'm surprised that there's still things on your bucket list that you haven't done like and that's what we're gonna discuss this is a girl talk episode for my show you have a lot of things on that list and i am very curious okay of what those things are because they got to be hardcore because you've already done a lot of stuff no no kathy i have so much to explain to you what is it your bucket list you want to hold hands with somebody it's like the opposite of a bucket list for like you know it's like a vanilla bucket list because you're so not vanilla
1: (laughs) so My bucket list is a project that has only grown. It started with sex stories, with hearing what people are into on sex stories. And I was like, I want to try that. I want to try that. I want to try that. I've done a lot of the things. But the reason this bucket list is important to me now is because what I'm actually interested in is doing them and documenting each thing. So, like, I have officially checked off and documented the basics. I have had sex on camera. I gave a blowjob on camera. I've squirted on camera. Actually, I don't think a person has gone down on me on camera yet. So I have hundreds of items, Kathy. It's locations, it's types of role play, it's fetishes, it's partners with fetishes that I don't have that I want to explore, and it's really out of hand, and I want to tell you what I'm going to do next so that I actually do it, and uh, it's a lot. It's a lot. I feel like you're going to get impatient and interrupt me when I start telling you all the details. (laughs) No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put
0: you to fucking task. I'm like your dom. What do you call me? Your like, uh, mommy. I think dom, of you as my dom, podcast mommy dom. I love that title. I'm gonna podcast mommy dom you into doing all of these things on your bucket
1: list. I think it would but be good listen, for can everyone. We just-
0: I think so too. And it's, it'll be fun. And it's like, it puts you on task. So then you have to do it because I am the type of person if you're like, if we set this up and you're saying you're going to do it and then you're going to come back on and we're going to talk about it. You better fucking do it. Like I'm like one of those people, like I'm going to yeah. hold you to it. No flaking out or anything. So this is a done deal. These things are being checked off. Okay. The minute yeah. we hang up. But what I want to know, why don't you just explain? Cause I think it's interesting. A person who's super open and has been there, done that. Like what made you decide To go down this path of this new bucket list.
1: So I think I have a work kink and I think I have a learning kink. And the way I'm using that word kink means I'm just like obsessed. And Sex stories really spiraled my bucket list into being totally out of hand. So what what happened was initially I was just interviewing and I was kind of keeping track of things as I went. So I was like, ooh, I want to try a pussy pump. Ooh, I want to try that position. Ooh, I want someone to pull my toe when I come. And so I've had these like this disparate list, like just in notes all over the place. And finally, maybe like February of last year, twenty twenty two, February. I'm like, oh, I need to get organized. And Kathy, I've been getting organized with my bucket list ever since. And I have over 400 items on my regular spreadsheet. And I was like, this is too much, you know, because oh I went, I went and like looked at lists of fetishes and I was like, oh, I haven't learned, you know, I haven't heard of some of these. I'm, I'm learning about all kinds of things. Like I learned that I have what's called vicarphilia. Like I live vicariously or maybe it's vicrophilia I live vicariously. Like I get so excited and turned on through other people's experiences and stories. But I also have a lot of other things I want to try. So. I found this list of fetishes and then, you know, took the ones that I want and found my hard limits. I, I have literally hundreds of things on this. And then I made the mistake of, because I was preparing to talk to you and I like went on Life and I was like, I'll just like look at all of the Life fetishes. And there's literally like another thousand of them. And, and I keep going through and I'm like, there's not a whole lot of no's here. And I think for me, the thing that is most juicy about not just doing them, not just sharing the verbal story about it, but capturing it appeals to me because a I'm a bit of a voyeur you know I love erotic photography because I love looking at naked people and watching sex and watching the you know feeling into the erotic energy and I'm really good at capturing that and then for myself I get turned on watching myself and I want to go through and organize and share the entire process with people because whatever it's my own personal offering creating the adult sex education that I wish that I had had. And I know there are some people out there who are doing similar things, but I really have lots of fantasies about when I get into the partnered element, having partners who will talk to me ahead of time about what we're going to do, like negotiate the specifics um, and then recap afterwards. So that's kind of like where where it's growing. And in the meantime, I'm doing stuff that I, as a one-woman team can handle and so that's it so it's really spiraled out of control that's why I want like I want you to take me to task I have a few things today and I kind of thought maybe you would help me pick which ones to prioritize and or yeah, I love it you know if things don't go according to plan or like if I get if I run into snafus um, I could just talk about it instead of spending a year and a half sort of being like now this now that now and I have crossed off some things they just haven't all been documented yet so
0: well let's tell some people some hot stories let's talk about some of the things you've done
1: Okay, so some stuff that I've done that's not documented is, like, being an erotic photographer. That's probably my number one favorite thing. I don't think I'm ever going to get someone to do behind the scenes of that. But I do have a fantasy. Oh, God, is this too unprofessional of a fantasy to share? You can tell me what you think. I do have a fantasy of finding people to work with. I have not crossed this line. I have not crossed this line. But I have such a fantasy of, like, helping people make content. And then after the professional part is over, like clicking, vibing and being like, oh my God, of course we wanna co-create content. But I kind of like love the idea of just doing that out of, I don't know, I don't know if that counts as its own item, but I've been doing lots of erotic photography that was on the list. That's not like my own personal sex thing. The thing that I have done that's my own personal sex thing that I have caught on camera is I, I don't think I've even told you this. I have maybe like 15 or so erotic Polaroids that are anonymous of me with other lovers. Have I told you about this?
0: no uh -uh. okay
1: the idea is i'm dating i'm casually dating i have people that i fuck and i want like a snapshot for me to masturbate to later of like the experience in some way shape or form so for the camera shy people it's usually like Come on my face, come on my titties, like me smiling afterwards. But for the ones who are adventurous and brave, um, it might be like the first point of insertion or like as I'm about to blow them or something. So I have like this good little album of Polaroids. I want more of those. So that's like an ongoing thing. So I don't know if that's like a crossed off bucket list item or if each one of those is a bucket list item. One of those that's the hottest uh, is the insertion of me being with someone who is having their first penetrative sexual experience that that makes it so it's like in the moment of insertion i have a that virgin
0: picture. yeah <laughs> wait, wait, wait a virgin so where I do have... you find these virgins there's i mean virgins exist there's lots of virgins i mean you're obviously not having sex with underage men but you no. could find uh, overage men Absolutely. that are
1: virgins or like yeah. really I mean, they're very shy, but that's why also having, you know, if I'm like, I need an erotic Polaroid friend, you know, I need a bucket list buddy. Oftentimes there are people, I mean, yeah, there's lots of virgins in their 20s, 30s, 40s. I mean, and and the older they get, the more appreciative of my type of... Willing partnership, they tend to be. So that's. that's Let me a-
0: tell you. <laughs> yeah,
1: tell me. I have me. had
0: some of them. Sorry, but like I have to stop you there, please, because uh, you know you really are. It's almost like a Mother Teresa thing going on here. Because me, <laughs> I mean. Yeah, like the fact that you would take that on is otherworldly, you know? I mean, I would run for the fucking hills if there was like a 40-year-old guy that had never had sex. I kind of like a player that's been there, done that. I like a guy who's good and fucking bad. And I like a guy that likes sex and has experience, you know? Yeah. But I think it's like, you know, and it's and I think a lot of people roll like me, right? Uh, the fact that you exist and you're really hot and you could, you know, roll with the player. Players and the guys that have all that experience and you happen to be one of those people too but you also love to take a guy who is like that virgin at 40 and never or fucked a girl anyone and you would fuck him or a girl and you would fuck him or her I mean these guys should be lining up at your door I don't know well, if you want to leave well
1: like a- <laughs> I was gonna say maybe we shouldn't even say that out loud but um I, so I oh, will okay. say I don't just have <laughs> sex with any virgin I do get a lot of offers on the table I typically make sure that there is, like, A, a deep personal connection already. Like, I'm not just, like, a random out-to-fuck chick that's available for anyone who's lonely. Although I do get a lot of messages from people who are complete strangers on the internet that are like, Hey, you free tonight. And I'm like, I don't, what? <laughs> no! You know, so these are these are people that are friends with me or we've already formed a connection through work. I already know them. And so it's, like, a happy gift to give. And there's usually some sort of, like, exchange that feels, you know, balanced. So that's, that's a really, that's probably one of my hottest Polaroids. Also, it's a circular framed one. I don't know if you know, but I like circles. So that, yeah, that's one thing. The other stuff that's been on my bucket list that I've done this year is some of the educational stuff that I want to take part in so that I can continue to hone my skills as a top, as a dominatrix. So I, so I took a rope workshop. I took a flogging workshop. I just got home from this very kinky weekend-long event for queers in Palm Springs. It was a bunch of, like, queer femmes and trans boys. I did a slapping workshop. I did, like, a massage to cause pain workshop. So I know how to, like, bend some skin now. And then I also was, like, learning about being a sassy submissive. I don't think I learned very well about that because I'm a, I'm a very good girl. But for me, it's a lot of just education, sex and then working in the creative components, that really turns me on. And so now I'm just trying to... Yeah, like, but yeah, but we prioritize.
0: need to talk about your weekend, okay? Is there any, like, sex going down at this flogging <gasps> uh, yes. weekend that you're it's, at? Like, did you hook up with I a didn't. queer femme? No, so
1: here's, okay. here's what... No, so I didn't hook up with people because I... I'm really practicing my social skills. I also just don't feel compelled to hook up with total strangers without deep conversation or at least a little conversation. Like meeting total randos. You know, I love being in a space where we can all be like naked by the pool and like people are doing queer kinky things and I get to be kind of a voyeur and just like watch and learn all sorts of weird shit. But I really, you know, the same reason that I don't typically play with strangers at sex parties is because it's, that is not... A turn on to me. If someone wants to have sex with me, I don't want it to be because I'm available an available body. Like I'm great. I'm special. I want them to at least in the container that we create together feel that. So this weekend of queer people was really like there was lots of very hot stuff.
0: Yeah, like what is the stuff that you saw? Like I would assume the voyeur in you is it, oh my even that's okay. probably enough. I mean you're seeing all kinds of stuff happening, so right? So let me paint the
1: picture for you. This yeah. Hotel where it was. It was a hotel takeover. So it's one of those spaces that like the rooms are all around the outside and the courtyard with the pool is in the center. So you walk in the entranceway and there's a whole like piece of paper covering the whole wall entrance where people just write their desires for the weekend. So it's like what they want to have happen to them. And people are like, I want to get fisted. I want this. I want that. And I did write that I was willing or someone wanted to do the fisting. I wrote that I was willing, but I never met up with that person. But it's a way that people kind of like connect Wait, you would
0: have been fisted or the fister? Which one did you? No, no. With? I
1: want to. I want to be fisted. That's one thing that's on my. Bucket oh, okay. List. <laughs> okay. But <laughs> but I never connected with that person because it seemed like people knew people already, and they were like setting up scenes throughout the day and night. And a lot of the free play was like happening at night. And then like, ow, I get tired at like ten o'clock. Like I go to bed. I don't stay up all night to fuck, which is one of my other things. But I was mostly there for workshops and observing and trying to meet people. And around me, I was seeing hot babes in a blow-up pool splashing covered in chocolate syrup. I was seeing like animalistic uh, wrestling types covered in oil that then would turn into like a primal play chase scene and they would pee on each other in the pee alley. This is all
0: girl-on-girl girl action, correct? Because It's it's, right?
1: it's queers and trans people. So it's it's folks of okay. all kind. You might see body parts of all kind, but it's no cis men, basically. And so it's a very okay. safe-feeling space. I was naked the whole time. You know, I walk in and take off my clothes, and I love that. We would, like, stash our stuff, and, we you know, people had picnics. There was food there. It was all kinds of, like, it was a mishmash. But it was lots of people, just lots of them everywhere. And so I'm watching that happen. The first thing that we saw upon entry, because I went with, Kimberly, my editor, the two of us went together for a work trip. Oh, my God. Hilarious.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, I guess you guys have always seen each other naked before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, um, we we were okay. friends
1: first. And I was actually the first person to ever see Kimberly naked because Kimberly was a guest on the show. And then I ended up taking pictures of them because I offer photo. If I record with someone in person, I'll be like, do you want to shoot? So we have a very comfortable relationship that's not weird. Like, we, we have a friendship. We talk about it a lot. And Kimberly was actually the one that was like, let's do it. Let's book tickets when I told them about the, like, actual actual event. So the first thing we saw though, Kathy, when we walked in, we were like heading toward the pool and we saw like a bunch of people set up under this tent and they just had, I was like, oh, are they doing makeup? There's like red on their face. No, no, no. They were doing needle play in, on, and near their eyes. It was like eye-based needle play. So that was like a really intense thing to walk into that some people get. I think my favorite was the pussy slapping workshop because A, Lady Carrie who taught it was just a fucking like babe of a human being and it was like so fun to be in a workshop environment where it was like, all right, partner up with someone you don't know, and I was the slap B. No, I wasn't the slap. Yeah, I was the, slappy. No, I was the one getting slapped. No, I was. Oh, sl- you were the one was- getting slapped. Yeah, okay. I want to get. Uh, yeah, so they were like submissives on this side, and like you know, tops on that side, whatever. I and I did practice slap. You know, so I learned some of the basics of just like. The hand cupping shape and how to do the weight if you're the top and make it so your arm doesn't get too tired and all of that sort of those mechanics. And a little bit of choking, like creating the pressure, sliding your hand up the throat and like where to hit and not hit and all of that to like not break windpipes and not cut off all your blood flow, not die. But it was so hot to have a stranger just, like, assigned to slap my pussy, you know. And actually, the first person that I partnered with was there with a partner, and their partner was, like, clearly uncomfortable, even when we were just doing, like, the thigh slaps, which is where we started. Oh. And then we moved and then we moved to titty slaps, so just, like, dropping your hand down on the titty, and that's when their partner started to kind of look uncomfortable. And then for the pussy slaps, they were like, I can't do this one with you. And I was like, okay. found a very cute butch queer to slap my pussy. (laughs) So that was very fun. And it was also like, I wish that I'd had like a luxurious setting. I wish I had a bed to lay on. I wish I had had, you know, or whatever. We're like cramped in these little rooms and there's like folding chairs and all of that. So it definitely also stoked my personal desire to, you know, my ultimate fantasy is to have I don't know, like a grown-up art camp style retreat space where people can just go and learn. But it's like high end and nice. Like imagine any of the nicest resort. I mean, I'm sure there's something like that. I've heard there there are like play places in the tropics and these in certain places. Do you know anything about that? Like have you interviewed swingers or people who go to those like swinger hotels or anything?
0: Hotel takeovers? Of course. Hotel takeovers, yeah, absolutely. Not just
1: hotel takeovers, but like the hotels that like exist for that. Like aren't there spaces in on certain of course like adult, adult adult yeah only yeah, spaces. Sure. yeah so I've never been yeah. to one of those
0: no no you're not the type listen this is all what I know how you roll and this is like you're all the going there and you're just sort of watching and doing but like I think ultimately where you want to wind up is that you are creating all these kind of spaces and you're doing it you know I don't see you so much as the participant always I think you want to eventually like be the person because it sounds like this is what your bucket list is all about you're creating all those kinds of
1: things you know what i mean the whole point of the bucket list is to help other people learn as i learn and it's also so that i can learn so eventually i make my sci-fi sex ed musical feature film mission 69 and so as i'm working on that as i'm writing that it has really all of this has just spiraled out into like a gigantic bucket list rabbit hole that's taken over my life. Like, I don't know if you know this, but I started out as a filmmaker and an actor. Like, I'm a, I'm a yeah, I know that yeah a Okay. Mm-hmm. And so that's still the ultimate goal with Mission 69. But I really only care about that and my Wiggle movie in the future. And in the meantime, I'm having so much fun just like learning all the sexy things and trying to get laid. So that's the other main point of the bucket list is getting laid with people who are willing to get laid with me on camera. Because I I don't like the disparity in my life of like, oh, you're the out social one, and I'm gonna be shy next to you, and you know, like that. That's been kind of weird as sex stories gets bigger, and because I didn't do the thing that you did, where I'm private and hiding. So, yeah. <laughs> so I'm really excited to like fuck with people who can like you know be out in public with me, and but the whole point of everything is Mission sixty nine, and then beyond that would be a, a space. Although I will say, yeah, wait, no, I gotta I don't cut you off. Okay, just to be what? in charge of stuff.
0: It just sounds like you're the creator that I, well, no, I get that you just go to the these places. Well,
1: no, just spaces I want don't exist yet. And for my little exactly. autistic brain, there's not the communication that I would need in place. And then when I talk to people, they're like, yeah, I feel kind of sleazy. It wasn't that great. And I'm like, because they don't have good rules. And I would make really good rules and, and hold them strictly, you know. So um, exactly. Yeah.
0: It's not nothing set up the way you want it. You're eventually going to create all the places and spaces that you want. Can we go back to that first thing that was on your bucket list where you're like, oh, I want to interview people. And then or video. No, no, no. It was the videotape people having sex and then maybe then turn the camera around and you have sex with them. Correct. That's all I, I mean, want.
1: It's I just, just the next level of sex stories. Like it, it, it grew out of sex stories. It's like, I just want to be able to. You know, initially I was like, I want to get a trailer and go around the country and find lovers and... You know, before I fuck them, we'll talk about what we want to do and we'll document that process and then we'll fuck and we'll document that process and then we'll recap and we'll document that process and then maybe we recreate it as like a porno where we're performing more or not. You know, that's the bucket list content that I want to create. And, you know, that's not legal to do in every state. So now I'm figuring out logistics. I've hired a lawyer. I'm working on paperwork. I'm working on collaborations. And that's why I'm like, okay, I guess maybe I will just work with porn people. I don't know. You know, so I'm open to it unfolding in lots of ways
0: listen I think that there it's like a very specific and niche if you do the thing where you're interviewing regular people I mean listen there could be some porn people in there but I think if you just do what you typically do on sex stories but then sleep with the people or you're videotaping people and then sleep with them like and interview them like I don't think anyone else does that I think it's very
1: specific it's very your own thing and yeah it's porn how many people who come to be anonymous on a podcast are then going to want to be filmed like I have a hard Time even getting my regular lovers, who I'm not even trying to publish anything on OnlyFans with, to use a camera. Like, people are so, in my experience recently, the people I have fucked are so body conscious and sh- so shy that I'm just like, well, I don't know, then.
0: Well, hey guys, listen, I get it. There are just certain things that you do not want to talk to your doctor about, okay? <laughs> but here's the thing most men's health issues have really Simple solutions and RexMD is all about simple solutions. RexMD makes getting generic and branded Viagra or Cialis easy. Everything's online, even the prescription, and they deliver it right to your door. No office visit necessary. It's super simple. It's fast and it's cheap. Did you know that Viagra can cost ninety dollars a pill? Okay, RexMD has a generic Viagra that's just as effective for as low as $2 a pill. RexMD has already helped over 300,000 guys gain confidence quickly and conveniently, and now they're here to help you. Act now to take advantage of my deal by heading to rexmd.com strictly. My exclusive deal will save you up to off where you'll pay as low as $2 per dose on generic Viagra instead of 90 plus on Viagra. Starter packs of generic Viagra or Cialis are now available for my listeners to get started. That's rexmd.com slash strictly for up to 90% off plus a free gift. Your partner will thank you. That's rexmd.com slash strictly go there now or just go to the description and click on the link for up to 90% off plus a free gift. That's because you're going after virgins. Okay. No, so I'm not little going little after them.
1: Kathy, I'm opportunistic <laughs> about everything. I'm
0: just joking. Stop.
1: Oh, the, the final piece of this spiral though. Now I'm going to go get my master's in sexual health. <laughs> So that's also going to be learning, you know, so I'm going to be like learning stuff officially along the way. Exploring the entire hierarchy is on my bucket list. So what's at the top right now for me is phone sex. I'm on Sexed Panther. I haven't actually done it yet, though. So that's kind of, I think, what I'm going to be reporting about next time we talk. Why don't you just fucking do it? What are you waiting for? Here's what I need to do Sexed Panther. A schedule. So I'm going to start Monday, June 25th. I think I'm going to do 9 to 10 p.m., maybe 9 to 11 Pacific if I have the energy. I usually go to bed between 10 and 11. I need a cozy setup. I think this could be a good cozy setup. I'm trying to decide if I want to, like, redo my bed area to do stuff in there. And then I just need to kind of, like, build out my Sex Panther profile and tell people about it. So that's, like, step number one. I'm very excited. I've never actually had regular phone sex. With a person that you're, like, hooking up with? I've had video sex and like Uh zoom sex but I've never had and I've had like like exchanged hot audio messages but I've never been just like on the phone being like what are you wearing oh that's probably
0: like the easiest of all of the above so you'll be a professional I'm excited
1: yeah and I'm and I'm really excited because I recently interviewed a couple of people who do phone sex and they get to hear even more interesting sex stories so I'm like I can imagine. Perfect for me. Maybe you should do it too, because I feel like you would be really good at
0: it. I gotta say, yeah. Listen, I gotta say, there was a time a long time ago when there was like it was like one eight hundred like phone sex, and you could charge like two ninety nine an hour, and people were really doing it. I wanted to do a thing where I would like record things because people always like my voice, and yeah. If I do, I mean, I'm not going to pat myself on the back, but like when I have done phone sex with people in my life, like if I, you know, once I turn that switch on, I could do it really good. Right. But it's like it's sort of like I become another person and it's kind of exhausting, not exhausting, but it's like I'm clicking into a whole other part of myself and I don't know that I could do that for hours every day and you know i wound yeah, up yeah. doing something else in my life and so it's just not my thing yeah. but well, i no, would be good at it but, but i would never like i wouldn't hour. i don't know that i could click it yeah an hour sure click into that part of you and just fucking do it and be really dirty you know it's like fun I, like i have that alter ego in me that i could do it but yeah uh that's not gonna happen but i think that you know if you get it up and running by next week you should give out the information, or I'll give it out on the it's, on the intro because no, by Kathy, the time here's people the start listening to this,
1: on wildly.com/links, there has been a Sex Panther link for a couple of months. All I have to do. Oh, okay, so
0: that's where I have to go to.
1: Yeah, and I'm I'm at wildly everywhere. It's W Y O H. People sometimes call me y Ho, which I think is very funny because yeah, I like that. <laughs> I got lots of answers. I know why. <laughs> you know, as I'm exploring the hierarchy, so that's that's very exciting to me. Sex Panther is there. I, It's also a good challenge because typically with dirty talk, I kind of need to get to know someone like for for that. But I love the idea.
0: Oh, you're not going to get, you can't get to know people on Sex Panther. People are
1: paying for hours. Well, you didn't let me finish. I love the idea of someone coming on. They know what they want. And then I get to practice the explicit communication. So it's a whole situation where I just get to practice explicit conversations over and over again I love I love fulfilling people's fantasies I mean that's that's where I end up with a virgin like I meet someone I get to know them I like them and they're like oh my god you're you're this crazy thing like I've never I would I would love to blah 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 and now I'm you know special and sparkly to them because I'm a sex expert in the eyes of so many I, I don't even have my degree yet but I have been researching for five years so that's that's why I'm really excited because I think it'll help me release the story that I have in my head of like, oh, I need to get to know someone because I don't think that's actually true. I just want to make sure that I'm pleasing them. I so, forget. I'm sorry, but
0: I do forget that you live a little bit or a lot in that BDSM world and that BDSM world I'm is there fuck. is a lot of like. Talking and shit that goes down, you know. So, what do you mean? I think sometimes, like, I forget that. Oh, in you mean that world? There, you mean is instead of just more like, of what you're looking for. What? You know, yeah. instead of just like, let's get to the fucking action. That's the world that I kind of live in. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I mean the that's the world. There's so much blah blah blah. I just, I'm not into it. But here's the thing. I, so, I think that though there are all I'm saying is that I'm wrong it's not like everyone's going to call your phone and is going to be like me like let's just get fucking to it you know there is that whole world of people that are into kink and BDSM and there's a lot more of that kind of stuff that you're looking for and because I think that you're very much that kind of personality that I forget you know like that there is a thing for that people are going to be like Kathy you're crazy like plenty of people are going to want to talk and connect and have all that other stuff I just it's just not my thing you know what I mean
1: I don't know if I know what you mean. I just know that the people I've interviewed who talk about phone sex say that usually the pattern is someone calls, they have an idea of the type of interaction they want, and they tell the service provider. I love pe- making people's fantasies come true in that realm. No, no, but when they're telling their fantasy, they're not like, you know,
0: asking you questions about yourself and you're getting to know them. They're going to be like, okay, I want you to be the masseuse and yeah. I'm going to be the guy laying down and then I want you to come over and pull down your pants. I'm going to finger you and then oh. I want you to fuck me. Like,
1: what I mean when I say get to know you, I mean get to know your kinks and yeah. what you like sexually. I literally just mean like, how, oh, okay. you, like where are your buttons? What Because that's my favorite thing about sex stories. Like I... Yeah. Here's what I really want. If someone wants to date me, come be a fucking guest on Sex Stories. I think this might be my new filtration when I'm online dating. It's like, you want to get to know me? If you if you are not at the point in your, like, personal self-expression as a sexual being where you can at least anonymously talk to me on my own podcast about all of my favorite topics, we probably aren't a fit to fuck, you know? Like, like certainly not in a outside of phone sex, like, paid sort of situation. I'll make you a thing for OnlyFans. I'll do, you know, I'll make some custom content, but... I also just – on fun sex, there's no way to do the vanilla version of, like, eyes across the room, walk toward each other with kind of, like, wiggly open mouths. And then you just – you're on each other. Like, I don't – you know, I'm, I'm not interested in that in real life anyway because that sex gets really boring for me really fast. Yeah. And I like the mental aspect. And I'm, I'm just so curious to hear what, what people are going to be into. A lot of foot stuff. I really want to meet feet people. I want to meet someone with like a giant test fetish. Anyway, but that's those are specific bucket list things, but I have a feeling that through the course of phone sex, I'll at least get to like start to explore a lot of the other fetishes that are on my list. But that's like the most tangible one. And then I am getting a pedicure this week, so my for my like tangible solo content. Cause I don't know if I can make visual content of me doing phone sex. This is kind of what I was noodling on. I'm like. I guess I could make a time lapse of me doing it and then masturbate afterward. But like, I don't know how I um, share the learning experience because I don't think I'm going to tape you know, I'm not going to tape people's personal calls. Although maybe I could just tape my side of the conversation. Ooh, what do you think?
0: I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know that you could combine them because how do you get consent? And I, I don't know. And then if it's one sided, does it, will it flow? Maybe you can.
1: Maybe it'll just be like a masturbation recap afterward. I'll figure that out. So maybe that'll be on my exploration list as I do the phone sex and then I'll just plan on recapping the phone sex to you. But visually the item that I want to cross off before I talk to you next is finally like diligently creating foot content. So I'm getting a pedicure on Thursday and I have oh. never actually like I have lots and lots of videos somewhere in my phone and my content in these different files of like my toes wiggling in and out of hot tubs of different things. But I'm really excited to talk to more feet people and to see like what they would want my toes to make for them. So I really like that. I really, really, really want to, I don't know how to make this happen on a specific timeline, but I really want to go on a date with a foot fetish person to a place that has like nice white tablecloths. And I want to play footsie with them under the table, like (laughs) while we're eating. So do you think that you're like into feet? Um, no, no, I don't have a foot fetish myself, but that's a good example of something where it's like, I want to play with someone who does because I'm really curious about it. I'm curious and I'm curious yeah, yeah. if my responsive desire would kick in and then maybe I would like the, I do like to suck on partner's yeah. toes and things like, but like, I don't, the way I hear foot fetish people talk, I don't think I have a foot fetish, but I like love, I get really into my partners, especially if I'm really into them, you know, and then I love every part of their body and that's kind of all I've played with so far
0: i don't think women have fetishes Uh, i someone explained it to me once yeah diane hansen once explained why women don't have fetishes but guys do and it made complete sense and i i'm sorry but i totally don't remember but she and she's a smart bitch so I, i just don't think yeah i don't think women have fetishes guys do but i think it's a part of you that you like to also i mean You know, you're a voyeur, you're an exhibitionist, you like to turn people on. It does sound like maybe it's that part of you, too. I mean, if you get a foot fetish guy and, you know, you're like there is some sort of power in... Getting him off with your toes, you know that must be like a, that. That's a part of the turn on mm, too. I
1: no, Kathy, I'm opposite of you. For me, I don't want to have power. That's not my turn on. My I'm so powerful in my everyday no, life. No, no, I would no, like no, to no. give away. It's my
0: power. Hot. No, 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 no. Stop. It's not about having power. It's that. No, no, no. It's not about a power. It's about the like you. Like to me, I get turned on by turning somebody else on. That's what I'm saying. Like you're oh, turning. Yeah. You know, you were. That's what I mean. That that feeling of turn like you have a foot fetish guy and you're doing something and you're getting him so turned on like that's hot to somebody like what yeah
1: that's what I mean and it creates a loop of turn on because whoever that foot person is is also fulfilling my desire and fantasy to explore this fetish you know and so it's so it creates then the mutual turn on loop and I'm like how do I say? Even if it's not my personal fetish, I guess, yeah, I guess, since I don't have a fetish, I'm going to have to research this. Research it. It also depends on the definition of fetish, but. Do you
0: uh, have any fetishes? I don't know. Think about I it. mean, like. No, you don't. You would know by now if you had them. Every fetish person I talk to, their fetish reared their,
1: their ugly heads when they were little kids. My understanding is, like, fetish is a sexual desire turn on arousal that you, like, need to get off. So I don't know if I have that, but I definitely have, like, an obsession with sex that I haven't, like I don't I don't know anyone else in my personal life who is as. Uh, uh, here, fetishes
0: are sex. rare and they're almost unheard of in women. A 1983 study on people diagnosed with sexual fetishism in a large eh. London hospital found only 48 ca- cases in a 20-year period. Eh. I
1: don't know. I don't know what tra- woman I don't trust a, a study from 40 years ago that was probably designed okay. in a really but weird But you are like one negative, of the horniest people way. I know. I Look, stop. Kathy, I'm going to go get my master's. I- and then maybe I'll get a PhD. We'll see. I'm going to research. I just, someone also just sent me some some literature, some academic literature to read. So, like, uh, I'll, I'll go read it. I'll, re- I'll read it. I don't know. I just
0: never have had it. But, like, if anyone listening, a woman, like, email me because I would love to have that on because I've talked about it many times on my show. It is an interesting topic.
1: Yeah. So the next thing that I'm really excited about is a spanking skirt. This one feels very doable and I can actually take pictures in it and if I find a partner who's willing to spank me on camera I feel like I could totally do that have you experienced a spanking skirt or do you know what those are a spanking skirt no no idea I've never heard of it what's a spanking skirt it's a skirt like usually a pencil skirt some of them are made out of latex which wearing latex is also on my bucket list the butt is cut out the ass is cut so it's assless so it's like you're totally covered except for your ass and so I want to get spanked in one of those Yeah, yeah, there you go. I think spanking's hot. I've been very into spanking lately. I have a partner right now who really likes to spank me, and I love it.
0: Yeah, because it just, like, it creates, like, it's like, I think the whole thing about it is, like, you get, like, it, I don't know, you stimulate it, and then if you touch that area that has been spanked so much, then it's just, like, highly sensitized, right? That's, like, what's so hot
1: about it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I went to a spanking workshop at that event as well. That was the other one I forgot. And so it was, like, just showing, and it was so cool to watch, like, the dom who was doing it. She was, like, using this cute little bottom, or this little bottom's bottom, and just, you know, showing kind of the sensitive places to hit, the directions to hit. And she said something I thought that was very helpful. If you're looking at an ass, think of the heart shape, like, around the crack, and, like, those are really good spots. You know, if you're slapping kind of in an upwards direction, it just stimulates blood flow to the entire area. (laughs) Uh, And our clits are buried deep inside there if we are clit owners or prostates, if you're a prostate owner. And so that is usually pretty good at waking up some uh, sensitive parts.
0: Right, right, right so the do you did you buy your spanking skirt yet
1: no i was just trying to look some up actually on my drive home while i was driving here with my sister i found a cool one on Stockroom, but it looks latex and it looks like special order so i, I want to see i might go in person and see if they have something do you have a favorite sex stores do you ever go in person or do you just like order stuff or do you even do you even sex store at this point <laughs> i don't know
0: no I don't have any sex you know it's funny my best friend uh, when I was in my 20s had like adult video stores when 42nd street was still around and he had uh a sex shops and i worked for him and did all kinds of things and made boxes and wrote uh, descriptions i was really great at all that stuff but like nowadays with amazon i just that's where i just get my stuff from okay. amazon you know yeah. um in the city there's so many places but i maybe like i'm a little shy like for me it's easier to just shop online for that kind of stuff you know like yeah. when i'm horny that's like when i go on and like buy shit you know oh my god when really? i'm walking around I've yes never it's the worst time to hungry. buy but that's when i buy that's when i buy that's it's so terrible funny. it's like going shopping when you're hungry it's <laughs> terrible but fun
1: <laughs> i just masturbate when i'm horny
0: <laughs> no i no, but that's like it's like a tease to me it's like i'm thinking about I it i don't know i like, that. like that's like you know it just keeps you in that space is that so how you yeah, got, yeah, got your first like pussy, pussy pump <laughs> Yes, for sure. And that's why I like went straight to the top of the list. Whatever's on the top of the what 10 list on Adam and Eve. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> so yeah, you... it's like it's like a turn on looking for things that you're going to use. So like that just keeps me horny the whole time while I'm looking. I mean, like I said, it's not the good time to buy shit. Because then what happens is you orgasm. And you're like, oh, well, how much should I fucking spend? But then four days later, when your shit comes, you're like, yes, like yeah. I can get this. I'm now I'm horny again. You yeah. know what I mean? So yeah. it's really not that bad to do it then.
1: That's true. I've been thinking that I want to buy at least one or two sex toys for myself every time we talk, too. So this time I want to buy matching floggers so that I can, like, practice my flogging and eventually be a Florentine flogger.
0: What's a Florentine flogger? This is going to go on my fetishes.
1: It's where you flog with both hands and kind of like a swirly, like Florentine flogging is the two-handed flogging style. And I have, I recently was in a threesome. With a dominatrix friend, and she is very good at this skill. And you know, I was kind of like the sensual, helpful co-top, and she was like the demonic, mean pain giver.
0: And who was the guy? Was he your guy or her guy? Her guy.
1: It was her guy. Yeah. Okay. Okay. They're a thing. And yeah, I don't think I would ever, in my personal life, be with a submissive partner. We'll see. We'll see. I'm not saying never. But aren't you a dom or no?
0: For oh work, no no no! You're the sub. You're the slu- You're the sub. Yeah. Oh yeah, no. I I'm learning. Your now. Sorry. I'm <laughs> learning
1: dominant skills. I have yeah. engaged in dominant dynamics with certain people, mostly online, a little bit in person, but you know, I am building my skill base to be a proper top.
0: I like a switch.
1: I mean, I I I am a switch. Oh, you are. So I, for work, have always been in charge. Have always just bossed people around. Have always done that as i get into sex work especially online sex work i am very interested in holding space there's no way i would be a professional online submissive it's a weird dynamic to me but i think it makes a lot of sense for me to be an online dom to to cultivate that personality and i'm building the character that is the main character of mission 69 like she is in charge in my personal life oh interesting I'm yeah definitely a submissive well also people always assume that i'm a dom or they think i want to be a dom or they're like oh wow you know when i was getting cast in indie films and web series. I played a dominatrix like three times before I even understood anything about kink or power dynamics or the actual stuff behind it. Part of the reason that I'm excited to grow out my hair is I want to have a long, tight ponytail, you know, <laughs> for the yeah, 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 And so so I'm gathering all of those skills and I'm. it's going to take time, you know? I'm letting it take the time that it takes and I'm finding the right people to play with in the meantime. But in my personal life, I'll co-top somebody else's submissive because I still in that dynamic, she's the dominant, you know, so she's telling me what to do. And we're both in charge of him. I'll play that way. That's really fun for me. And because it was like, I love couples. I love coming into a dynamic with a couple. I love making their relationship better. And it was a really fun way for me to like practice in person, like using my nails. And I was really good at like torturing his balls. And then like when she was like really mean, then I would like caress him or give him other sensations. And so that that was a, probably one of the hottest situations I've ever experienced (laughs) was she was she on your show how did you meet her I met her through work no she hasn't been on my show I took pictures of her she's and she's becoming a better friend and she's someone that I think might be open to making content with me at some point I don't know I'll see but yeah I met her through doing photos and now and then we became lovers but not like my erotic photography fantasy it was just like we became friends a lot of my friends I met through my work as a photographer or through sex stories Right. Okay, go on with your bucket list. I feel like you have more. That's, I thought that would be a good amount for me to try to do before we meet again. But there's one yeah. more thing, which is, I think you'll like this phrase, I want to give myself at least a two-night masturbation vacation. So I want to rent a fancy Airbnb somewhere, and I want to make the whole point of going there. No
0: fap? No fap?
1: No. No, the whole point is to touch myself as only, much as possible o- and to see how many oh, times okay. I can come and to document all of it <laughs> I love
0: that but like, I thought you were saying I've got a no masturbation weekend I'm like oh my god what a fucking letdown no no, no you're it's only opposite. gonna do that the whole it's a, weekend yeah, yeah a that's masturbation
1: fun. vacation where I'm literally vacationing myself to okay, masturbate the entire time Right, like right, it's a weekend I maybe, was
0: thinking that of oh, a, right. a, a time you know a vacation, like a vacation away I was like oh please no yeah, 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 opposite no. of what <laughs> I want
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> um you know and then the long term one I want to go Layla and I talked about going someday to L- killing kittens in London like it's like a hot what's that it's like a hot sex party you know it's like it's a club but it looks really high-end and really cool and I was like Layla we should do this she's like yes so I am putting that on my bucket list so that I can start saving up for the travel and the everything about
0: it well, but, but why don't you you and Layla start here? There's plenty of places. You don't have to go all the way to London. That you can't. Isn't there a place like that here that you guys I don't know like she told me about it, and it looks that?
1: really cool. Though. And I'm sure there are other places No, no, but I mean, too. you also
0: could go there. But I mean, I just think when you bring that up, I'm like, oh, that's like really interesting. Like, why don't yeah. you go get Layla to get used to going down on a girl? Because she never has. I mean, she just <laughs> never crossed with them. I'm like, get her to fucking check that out. We don't, don't need list. to pressure her. Me, I, some, like, I've been in plenty I like of threesomes with people. ladies
1: that don't want to go down on me
0: no 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 I'm a pusher okay like if I don't even drink alcohol but if we were at a bar I'd be like begging you to do shots I don't know I like everyone to have fun like I'm like you you know how you say you get excited to see other people like that's the way I am I want people to have fucking fun Layla did everything with this couple and I talked to her about this on my girl talk I make fun of her like just go fucking downtown just try it you might love it I mean, the yeah. Fuck's your problem?
1: At least with laurels, <laughs> if you're not allergic to latex, like if you're scared about, I don't know, juices or direct contact. I mean, she you know. wasn't
0: scared about everything. Neither one of that girl. It was like a weird scenario that I uh, think that if she had the right person that would fucking dom her, she yeah. she'd do it. That's her whole. That's her whole thing. It's her I whole brand. You know, you can. That's why I think you should go with her someplace here, and you can get her to do it. Put that I mean, on your bucket list.
1: I'll take Layla as many places as we can go, you know, like maybe it'll be i yeah, yeah, I'll hop yeah. over to the East coast first and then maybe we'll go to London from there. Who knows? But that's like yeah, a, a exactly, longer yeah. term one along with my getting my master's and all of the, all of the. <laughs> <laughs> and my playship and my movie and my sex camp I don't know all of it is kind of far in the future. But can I ask you a
0: question like because I never listen to your show I do my own show yeah, yeah. so it's like sometimes I don't it's I don't listen to the same shows that I do because I don't even listen to my show right? But so like does your has your audience like have they ever seen you having sex or any of this stuff or is this going to be a huge big new thing for you or like have they seen your nudes like have you always yeah. been putting out like just nudes of yourself so this is but like the porn stuff when it's getting into being like videos of you actually having sex has anything like that ever been out or is this like the big major jump for you because i feel like <laughs> if not it is a big step No
1: i'm i haven't done major jumps i've done like awkward trickles uh i started yeah, yeah. sharing my nudes let's see i started being nude pretty publicly on my 30th birthday, which was four years ago, and that was just like Instagram but censored. And then I started sharing and selling the full nudes on OnlyFans in December, maybe November, December 2020. And then, or maybe, was that 2019, 2020? I don't know. I, I was sharing, yeah, I finally got on OnlyFans and then I talked to Billy Proceeded. He's like, So you're a sex worker? And I was like, Oh my God, am I? And then I was like, Good point, I guess, if people are getting off to it, sure, why not do more? And so last October, I did do my first, like, OnlyFans porno. It's amateur stuff. Like, I've done – but that's the one that I filmed with a friend who was on my podcast. Dr. Kyle Dean Freeman and I made a porno together, and it was pretty fucking hot but
0: only like oh and he was a guest oh my god we're gonna run out of time and yeah. like we just got started on this thing but so people you do have an OnlyFans, right where people could go and see some of the stuff that you've done already but it sounds like with this bucket list that you're going in so many new directions that it's, there's going to be a lot more of that kind yes. of content
1: my porn there's masturbations available on OnlyFans and lots of nude sets Porn wise, I think I took it down and I made it very expensive. So it's like only the people who really want to watch it can watch it. And this is the era in which I'm working on making sure that all of the pre-content and post-content that's educational is available. And then if they want to watch the erotic stuff, that's going to be behind a paywall. And we'll just, we'll just see how it goes. But yeah, no, it's, it's definitely a Renaissance era and I am, I'm excited. It's not, yeah, it's not the first time people have seen my pussy, but it certainly is a new mode of it all.
0: Right. Because I'm like, if it's on your bucket list, it must be something that you haven't really done before. And I know that you were teetering on like whether you would be really fully out there like or, and whether you define yourself as a sex worker or not. You know Oh, I mean? yeah. Do no, I definitely this,
1: I definitely am a sex worker. I mean, I define myself as an erotic artist. And like yeah, sex yeah, worker yeah, is yeah. part of that, but like mostly everything yeah. and, and everyone's like you're so creative, you're so creative. And I'm like, yeah. What do you think sex is? It's just our original creativity. So I I think of myself as an erotic researcher and artist.
0: <laughs> and I guess now yeah, yeah. And you are. I know facto. people like you. You do. Yeah. No, but I know people like you. Yeah. I have a lot of friends that uh, mm, are ones? in the art world and the you know I told you Jonathan Tun- uh, uh, Tunic and Spencer Tunic and Andrew or oh. those people. You know, okay, but not people in who the erotic want to fuck world. No, no, no. They're artists. Well, they might want, you know, they're like, you know, they might want to fuck you. I don't On know. On camera, I'm though? Like, to share? I, like, you are a certain breed. Not everybody has those both qualities, though. I think, yeah, sex is a creative expression, but you happen to be an artist separate from that, too. And that's what you bring to the table. And I yeah, don't think a lot of have that only once I started getting together.
1: laid, I started getting laid transcendently, and then I got more creative. Before that, I was a big ball of stress and anxiety, so...
0: Yeah, but you're a creative person. All right, you're so. Are you gonna come back on the next time and like have these things checked off? Like, how are we gonna roll with this?
1: I'm gonna definitely aim for the spanking skirt, the masturbation vacation, at least two nights away somewhere before I talk to you, and the phone sex. Those are my three main targets. I think I can also get floggers by then. But those are those are my big goals, and I'm excited. Okay, so
0: next time we do a girl talk episode, it's gonna be about phone
1: sex. What What was the other one? Flogging. Phone sex open back skirts banking oh and masturbation double handed flogging and, and yes a two like a two night three day masturbation intensive
0: yeah 24 fucking seven you do not stop we'll see up. i'm, going I, to I'm ask curious you, how many orgasms you please like count to yeah. and yeah i get I tired, say, of please it? keep a count <laughs> yeah keep a count i i want to it's a really interesting sort of conversation experiment you know yeah. you're doing an experiment mm-hmm. i love it it's okay research. you'll be back on yep okay awesome okay <laughs> thanks for calling in go do some of your fucking homework thank you, Kathy. you have a lot to do <laughs> i'll be very good right, bye okay bye okay bye, okay, bye. Hey, everyone thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode